Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Quasi Strangers podcast. How are you, John Sue? I'm good, Olia. How are you doing? Oh, you know, 2020 has been a year to remember, that's for sure. But (laughs) so far, so good. Can't really complain. I actually, uh, I'm in Boston now. I traveled for Thanksgiving to come here. Um, You know, I I flew. Mm -hmm. So that was an interesting, everybody was freaking out about me flying and I was freaking out. So I was wearing, you know, I wore the mask, I wore the gloves, I had the sanitizer. I actually tried not to breathe. (laughs) Did you double masked? I didn't. I didn't double mask, but you know what I did was, by the way, everybody was super respectful of the distance. Um, Obviously I was sitting, like there was nobody in the middle seat. Yeah. Um, And I, I did not eat or drink. It was only three hour flight. So, yeah. But I decided not to take off the mask at any point. Um, and I felt safe. I felt comfortable. Of course, I changed gloves twice and I changed the mask as soon as I got out of the airport. So I think that was that was clever. Yeah. And it was good for, you know, I for the most part, I can't complain. I can't complain. And I, you know, you know, usually when people are, uh, as soon as you say we're boarding now, and then this huge amount of people are just running for whatever reason, I I never understood why people (laughs) are running. Uh, there wasn't there. It wasn't like that. It was actually very good. People kept the distance and like, they waited for their, you know, for their number. So you know what, maybe this pandemic will teach us manners. (laughs) <laughs> right yeah <laughs> yeah so but it's good you know I'm with my family well kind of with my family uh, I'm staying at my parents house uh my husband is in New York for business uh can't I, I went to see my grandmother my grandmother is almost 90 years old and it was a I went to see her yesterday and it was super uh Uh, It was a weird, yeah, it was awkward. It was bizarre. It's like, you know, I'm still, I went into her house, but I was wearing a mask. I was sitting far away from her. Like, I felt like, I I just, I felt uncomfortable. I wanted to hug her and kiss her. And because I haven't seen her in almost a year and it was a very bizarre experience, but you know, better be safe than sorry. So it is what it is. I spent a couple of hours with her and then and then I left, but, you know, at least I gave her some time and um, I, it made me feel better uh, to see her at least. I was, I was questioning, I was questioning, do I go, do I not go? Uh, even though actually just to let you know, I did get tested. Um, it, uh, I did a rapid test and it was negative. So I felt comfortable enough to go to her, Yeah. but you know. It's going to be a, a very difficult and different holiday season. Absolutely. Absolutely. But you know what we decided? So we, you know, Thanksgiving is, is tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And so what, what we decided is, uh, oh, and um, uh, my husband is sick. So even sick in a sense, like he has a cold. So it's one of those things, like, I think I'm just going to lock him up in one of the rooms and let him. Yeah. Just sit. to be safe. Just to be safe. Cause you don't know, you know, people are, I get the paranoia. Um, you know, my parents are over, uh, 65. So Mm. just to be on the safe side, but what we decided for Thanksgiving is, uh, although my family, my parents generally have a huge party, uh, Mm. with family and friends and food, 
and more food and more drinks and everything <laughs> this year of course is very different and so it's just going to be literally me my parents and maybe my brother's family Mm-hmm. which we're still not sure about, but I really wanted to see my grandmother on Thanksgiving and we can't bring her in because we have to wear masks at all times and it will just be uncomfortable for her. It will be uncomfortable for us. So what we decided to do is we are going to go uh, during the day to see her mm-hmm. uh, probably all outside. Um, there's like a place where she lives in the building where like she can be inside. So she is warm and we, we can be outside. So something like that. So we can spend at least some time with her during Thanksgiving, of course, bring her food and, you know, mm-hmm. at least she'll feel like she's a part of it. Cause I think that's really important because, you know, especially now, even though there are, there are elderly individuals now who are very tech savvy, my grandmother is not. And no matter how much you try to teach her, it's just, it's not her cup of tea. So we have to be more manual <laughs> yeah and so I think that's what we decided to do we're just going to go there and you know she will be able to see all of us uh although not close although not hugging and kissing and our usual celebration that's what we're going to end up doing yeah you know we um we had our religious holidays in the summer so when we went to visit our um families uh, me and my husband we were probably most of the time outdoors we didn't hug or kiss so we were mostly like in different rooms we just it was weird especially Mm -hmm. like for our cultures which are a lot more affectionate than um, other cultures per se so it's different like it's different and it it requires us to be a little more creative I think for sure and everyone will come up with their own solutions. But I think definitely um, seeing them from the outside is a very good um, a very good way to see them, but not see them, you know? Right, yeah. I mean, if you, if you have family members who are tech savvy, there's, you know, there's virtual meetups, which are, I think, great. Yeah, I, mean, I love them. I see people on Instagram all the time having like virtual parties on Zoom. I mm-hmm. think that's really cool, especially like, for people who celebrate Thanksgiving with their friends, I mm-hmm. think it's a very good idea to do like a virtual uh, meeting, which we did with my uh, friends for some time. Um, it was really fun, especially like when you're feeling really lonely mm-hmm. because, you know, this quarantine has got us like, oh, I mean, we're alone like most of the time. If mm-hmm. you're not like with your partner, you're mostly alone, but you don't have to be lonely. Um, you can still connect with people. And I think it's very important um, for me, especially to keep in touch with others. Mm-hmm. Um, my loved ones, I try to um, call my family um, mm-hmm. often, as often as I can. I'll do like FaceTime them. By this time, we all FaceTime. We're like, thank God. Thank God for technology, right? Oh. Yeah. I mean, if this happened like 10 years ago where there was like no FaceTime, WhatsApp and things like that I don't know what we would do um because now at least it just takes the edge off and we can feel connected somehow I think it's really important yeah I totally agree I mean you know I'm gonna be here only until uh just a couple of days after Thanksgiving I have to fly back and uh you know (laughs) live a life without my family again (laughs) but 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 at least you get to see them now I got to see them. Uh, I got to somewhat 
feel them uh and then it but then you then I'm coming back and then it's you know the the rest of the holidays and you know holidays are are I love the holiday season. I mm. think uh, I know that this year is is different. It's very different, and I think a lot of people are having difficulties um, with feeling that uh, that holiday spirit, uh, especially yeah. because there's just so much unknown. Uh, there's people, you know, it's unpredictable. We we still don't know really what's going on, and we don't even need to talk about the vaccination, non-vaccination. We don't. We really don't know. So we don't know when this is going to end. Yeah. What we do know is that we have to keep each other safe and, and, exactly. but at the same, and at the same time, not, but, but, and at the same time, life goes on and you yeah. can't stop and you just have to continue hustling. And um, so going back to, to home, you know, I'm going to continue the holiday spirit. I think it's important. I think it's important for me to keep the positive attitude. So people around me feel it as well, because that's, that's how we connect. Right. Yeah. And, you know, um, there is this thing called the holiday blues. Do you ever have them? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, I do. I always get that. Even though, like, we don't have Christmas, um, I still, like, um, during this, like, New Year's time, I still get a little bit depressed because it's, like, New Year's is coming up. There's, like, a new year. There's always unknown. So I'm always a little bit depressed during this time and I think it's going to be hard for a lot of people this yeah, year yeah this year is just uh, maybe this year I will get the blues I don't know but <laughs> yeah I mean I already like well I read on I think American Psych Psychological Association made a survey about it like mm -hmm. they said 45% of young people like between the ages of like 18 to 29 are feeling like depression and anxiety mm. um, I think it's very common and I think we should just um, I think it's assessing our feelings. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of it has to do with self-care during this pandemic and during these holidays. I mean, we've, we've never gone through this. So this is something that's very unpredictable and whatever self-care is for you, this is what you need to do. And it might be, you know, for me, it's uh, my bath time. Yeah. I take baths all the time because this is like, you know, the 30 minutes that I just lay there and I give myself that time. For others, it might be, you know, going for a run, or going for a walk, or just sitting down and drinking a cup of coffee, or, you know, keeping up with a healthy diet, or uh, going for, um, I don't know, going for a stroll with a friend, six feet distance apart, <laughs> whatever, yeah. whatever it is that's self-care for you, I think it's so important to do, especially during this time, because, you know, you need to help yourself feel good so you can help others feel good. So you have to take care of yourself so you can take care of others. And it's not a selfish thing. It's, it's, yeah. actually, it, it's actually what you must do to help others. And self-care is one of those ways. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, you know, as a neurologist, I had to take care of patients, um, COVID patients in this um, pandemic times. And I started feeling a lot of like anxiety and I started getting depressed and I was like, and we thought we talked about this. I was um, mm -hmm. unsure if I, I, I came, I craved a ritual for myself. And what mm -hmm. I started doing is I started getting up earlier um, to make myself a cup of coffee, um, go to my 
favorite spot in the house and read for 15 to 20 minutes in the morning. And then I do meditation. And you know what? It has helped me so much. I'm so much, so much better now. I feel so mm-hmm. much better. And I think I'm even more efficient uh, yeah. in my work, which is really important for me um, because I have to be there for others every single day. Mm-hmm. And because I take care of myself first thing in the morning, that they go so much better. I am much more um, patient with others and I'm much more willing to listen to them and consult them and just be there for them. So I think it's really important um, self-care. and Especially during this time. I, I think especially during this time. Yeah, definitely. I think take care of yourself first, then you have the energy to take care of others. Um which is what what really holiday season means, just yeah. being for others, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I also think that, you know, holiday season, although we don't do Christmas, uh, I mean, we celebrate everything. My family kind of celebrates everything, but there's also that aspect of um, gift giving. And yeah. the reason I bring this up is because uh I got an email from Credit Karma and they they did the survey and they said that 54% of Americans feel financially stressed about the holidays and half of them or more than half of them are planning to alter their gift giving practice this year, which then I thought might not be such a bad idea. It's not good circumstances why there's this alteration, but it might be just that much more meaningful and uh maybe this will change this kind of like materialistic gift giving to more of a giving an experience or you know giving some food or you know something we can be so much more creative with these things so I think gift giving is is part of holiday season but I think this year especially because people you know the society is struggling financially uh so many people have lost their jobs or you know Uh, hours have been cut or whatever the situation might be uh again although i think that um the gift giving alteration is the you know the the reasoning behind it is not so great uh let's look at the bright side it might be like a really good idea yeah you know uh me and my mom um my mom is a, a huge gift giver she loves giving gifts but at some point, I, I had to talk to him, like, mom, all these, like, gifts, like, she usually buys me, like, clothes or um, pens or books. But at one point, I was like, mom, I really don't need these things. These things yeah. just clutter my um, space. So what would you say if we, from now on, just give experiences to each other or our time, which was a pact that we did between us? And it was, and it has changed the game. Like, let mm-hmm. me tell you, it has change the game because for example usually on her birthday I will gift her a theater ticket because um she loves theater but mm-hmm. um my dad doesn't like it so she us- usually doesn't get to go and I usually buy her a ticket buy her and me a ticket we usually go get dinner and we have meaningful deep conversations and that time is so much more precious than gifting her a cardigan for example I know that she won't use it, but that memory will stay with her forever. So I think it is very meaningful. You can even like gift someone 
your time. You can give them two hours of your time. It's really precious. Mm -hmm. I think it's very meaningful. And it's really helpful for me because I am very bad at planning and budgeting. And usually, <laughs> usually I'm oh, we're the opposites there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I am all about, I mean, I crunch numbers all day for my full-time job. So budgeting is kind of what I do anyways. And regardless if there's, you know, I, I was telling you, we're doing renovations uh, at our house and oh my God, it just brings me so much. It doesn't bring me joy to spend so much money, but it does bring me joy <laughs> to put everything on that piece of paper and kind of, um, you know, make sure that we are in the budget, how much money we have left, how much this, how much that, you know, during gift giving, during the holidays in general, uh, let me talk about the previous year. So the previous years, we kind of knew how much money we're going to spend. We, we anticipated that, okay, this amount of money I can allocate to gift giving, right? This year, because it was so unpredictable, um, and because of financial difficulties for many, the amount probably might have shrunk, right? And that's okay. And if you still want to give, uh, give gifts, you just have to budget. And uh, there are great apps for that. I have used, oh, let me tell you. So I have used um, Mint before. Mm -hmm. um, there's an app called Pocket Expense, uh, mm -hmm. Daily Budget, uh, and there's Good Budget, which is actually very good for families because you can sync multiple phones so everybody can see oh, what's going good. on there. I am old school, so I only use uh, Excel. You can even write it down. You don't even need a computer or a phone. Just write it all down. Make a list so you have a certain amount of money that you want or that you have, not that you want, but that you have um, that you can use to, to buy gifts. You take, you take that money and you allocate, first of all, so you write a list of how, uh, you know, of the, of the people that you want to give gifts to on one side and on the other side, what you want to give them. And then an approximate amount that you're going to spend on them. You add it all together. Does it equal that amount that you allocated? And if it doesn't, then you adjust it until it does. So budgeting is so, so, so important because you, you don't want to go into debt for this. Absolutely not. Yeah, I mean, Americans definitely. in general, I think, I don't know what the percentage is, but I've read not so long ago that Americans have a huge amount of debt. So you don't want to go into debt over gift giving. You want to feel good about it. You don't want to be like, oh, here, I'm running to debt over this. No, you want to give, you want to feel good about it. So make a budget. Again, very easy to do. Make a list. Yeah. People what you want to give them, amount, add it all up, and compare it to what you have. So, Jansu, this is your homework for this weekend. If yeah, you're going to do any do gift it. giving. <laughs> yeah, I will do. I'll, I'll, I'll give, like, small gifts. Even if I, like, buy tickets, I'll have to plan it, right? Um, yeah. Because what I usually do is I just wait for the last minute. Of course. Then, and then I'm just, like, out of ideas, and I cannot find anything. And it just stresses me out. And you know what happens? You end up paying more. This is why another yeah. thing is you have to plan ahead. So you do the budget, which means you're already planning ahead. Because if you're going to do things last minute, I guarantee you without a doubt, 100%, you're going to spend extra money because you're going to be like, oh, I just need this. So you're not looking for deals. You're just looking to get it done. 
And this is where you, you spend, you overspend, and then you're stressed because you're overspent. So two things that are really important to me is to plan ahead and to budget. And I think it's really important for others to do, especially during this time. And the other thing about planning ahead, I don't know how it is in Turkey, but here, a lot of retail stores have layaways. So I don't know if you guys have that, but it's basically you can buy something and you mm-hmm. can have you can pay in installments and then pick it up right before the holidays. And that gives you a little bit of extra time to pay for the gift. You know what? And I so, don't know if they have it, but I'll definitely look into it. Yeah. So it's it's really great thing. So you plan ahead and so you plan ahead for you can plan ahead for a layaway. And also, you know, for Thanksgiving, we have a Black Friday where you can get a lot of gifts. Uh, you know, it's one of the biggest um, sales of the year mm-hmm. here. And so you can plan ahead as well, because if you're just going to wait till December, mm-hmm. then, you know, you're going to uh, spend extra money, you know, mm-hmm. you're and then you're not going to feel good about it. So, yeah, I totally agree. I think it's a really good time to plan ahead. And also it's a really good time to make plans for like what we're going to actually do. Like if we're going to gift people or if we actually are going to attend to meetings, um, mm-hmm. which I think now, I mean, I'm starting to believe that it's better for everyone to stay at home. I know it sucks. I mean, I miss my parents so much, but maybe we just will stay at home. What do you think? Well, so my husband and I have a tradition where every year for New Year's, uh, we go away. We go away to, you know, even just if it's a different state. Last year, I think we went to Canada. The year before was Puerto Rico. And this year, guess where we're going to be? At home. Nowhere. (laughs) We're going to be home. I think it's not 100%, but I think most likely we're going to stay at home. Also because we budgeted and we know that we can't really go away. But... (laughs) (laughs) that's a whole different story but I think yeah I think we're gonna be we're gonna be at home um it's one of our boundaries that we're gonna set for ourselves that we're just gonna have to stay in regardless of you know somebody else is calling you usually like new year is a big thing for us Mm -hmm. especially for my family not like generally in Turkey but for my family new year is a big thing usually my mom just calls everyone and invites everyone and we have this like huge dinner um we party like probably like very 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 late almost like the next morning Mm -hmm. so um this year I think we're gonna tell them no um Mm -hmm. it just breaks my heart but I think you know what you're right I mean we have to set some boundaries and I think we have to communicate them early on. We have to say um, we can we can come or we can be like over um, this amount of people. I think we have to have that conversation with our families, um, both me and my husband, because mm-hmm. we want to be safe. We want to um, follow the guidelines. Um, do you see it? There's a C- CDC has published a guideline for um, certain for the situation and about the holidays, like how, how many people can attend, how close can you can be? I think it's like six feet proximity within someone over 15 minutes is risky. I know, but you know what I was thinking about that? And like, again, we follow the guidelines as much as possible 
but Mm -hmm. how do you, so I would rather not have anybody over than have somebody sitting and being uncomfortable in a mask six feet, you know, uh, six feet apart when we're trying to have a party. So I actually, you know, I'd rather just not have anybody over and like, I'd rather be safe. And so I don't even have to think about it. So instead of, instead of me having people over where, you know, I feel like it's just going to be awkward and it's not going to be that, you know, that togetherness feeling, let's just do it online. Like it's going to be the same, right? Yeah, I agree. And I think if we talk about it early on and discuss and like, we can definitely find some alternative ways. I love Zoom parties, as I told Mm -hmm. you before. I think we're going to do somewhat something like that with our extended family. Um, And I think we can come up with like, I don't know, like outdoors, if you're living somewhere that is warmer. Right now Mm -hmm. it's really cold. But I think you can be outdoors with like 10 people. I think under 10 people is okay. I'll check it, but... Yeah, I think keeping your boundaries and um, discussing is a good idea. I'll, I think we'll do that. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So the other thing, um, you know, for the holidays is uh, you, you kind of mentioned it and I wanted to bring it back up because I think it's important to talk about is as much as we are keeping distance from our loved ones, it's also important to connect with our loved yeah. ones, which is, you know, I, uh, my, my love is through affection. Um, mm-hmm. And it's so funny when uh, COVID began, it was so strange for me to like not hug somebody. And my husband is always like, stop hugging people, stop hugging people. And I'm like, <laughs> I can't. I'm like, how do you not hug somebody? It's just, it's like, it's my way of showing love, you know, or like, yeah. you know, but now we can't do that so and especially with me living far away from my family uh it's like how do we how do we keep the connection without feeling like we are far away yes of course we can do uh you know facetime and zoom and all that stuff but there's still that personal touch that's not there so how, how do you have that connection how do you and i always think of these people who do live alone Mm-hmm. You know, there's a huge difference between lonely and alone. You can be alone, but not feel lonely. But what if you're alone and feel lonely? Or what if, or what if you are living with somebody and you still feel lonely, especially because there's so much negativity um, this year that it's hard to handle. Yeah, I agree. I think it's important that we, um, we are in connection with people that we love, not just our family, but people who can support us, like a good friend group um, or... Um, or a therapist. Or a therapist, yeah. That's a very good point. That's a I very mean, good point. I, I, you know, I just, I was like, there's, there, yeah, <laughs> a therapist. There's somebody that can, that can help you. And sometimes like that connection with loved ones needs assistance by a professional. I definitely agree. And also like we talked about it, feeling depression and anxiety is so normal. It's so understandable. And sometimes it just, 
it can be a little bit overwhelming. And you know my motto, let's just make therapy cool again. Mm -hmm. I think we should definitely lift the stigma around mental health issues. Like I'm now what I'm doing is I'm checking up on my friends now that I Mm -hmm. feel a lot better through self-care. Now I'm checking up on my friends because I um I realize some of my friends are low, like really low. And sometimes they are just they change. Um, their behaviors change. They seem a little bit too quiet. They are not as expressive as they were before, or they don't eat as much. So I usually have a conversation with them. I, I ask them, How are you? How are you feeling? And if they really Um, open up and tell me that they have a problem what I do is I always ask them how can I be of assistance how can I help you and then um, I usually just mention therapy because I think there is such a such a big stigma around it people don't want to use medicine people don't want to go to therapists but I feel like especially in you know in Turkey don't you think Yeah, definitely. There is a huge stigma here. Like people who see I mean in America as well, but you know, maybe it's it's a little more progressive here. Yeah. In Turkey generally, um people believe that if you see a psychiatrist, you must have You must be crazy. <laughs> I mean no, they just assume that you're crazy or lunatic or there's something seriously wrong with you. There can be something seriously um disturbing, but it doesn't have to be and even if it's so it doesn't it doesn't give us the right to stigmatize and right. um and force that people out of our um have, uh, our sphere we can still help them we can still be of assistance we can still be their support so i think it's really important asking for support and if you're not getting it around your family or your friends um i think definitely therapy works yeah yeah i t- all the time and also a very important thing I think for me now is acceptance like I try to accept I meditate every every day on this I just try to accept where we're at yeah because you can't control it right yeah I mean nobody asked for this pandemic nobody needed this like we were in trouble already so um we really didn't need it but we can only accept it. That's all I can do. I can only accept it and assess my feelings around it and take care of myself and help others if I can. Well, you just helped me with this therapy session. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love talking to you. Yeah. It's a, you know, these, these holidays during the pandemic are, um, It's definitely something new for all of us and we have to do what we have to do to keep safe, to keep strong, to keep positive and to continue. We're going to move on from this. This is just another hip, hip up, hiccup, hiccup on the road, hiccup (laughs) Hiccup on the road, you know, and we'll get through this and life will be bright again. I mean, it's, I think it's a lot of it has to do with an attitude as well. And is, and I know there's so much struggle this year with everything, but you just, you, you have to keep positive. You have to take care, just like you said, take care of yourself and take care of others and talk to a friend. Better days. Talk to a friend like we did. Yeah. Talk to a friend, have a therapy session, do what you need to do because you know, it's not going anywhere. We're just going to have to survive it. Yeah. On that note, 
<laughs> For those who did listen, thank you so much. We hope you enjoyed it. So do your fun and magic of downloading and reviewing and all that fun stuff so we can continue with the episodes. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.